Sippers, welcome to this episode of the Tea With Me podcast with me, Shane Todd. Big episode for you this week. A guy I, I've wanted to get on for a long time, first time I've done a podcast with him. Might even be the first time he's done a podcast, I'll have to ask him. And also, Dave's here. Before we get into anything, patreon.com slash tea with me podcast. If you like the podcast, you want more, that's where you go. You sign up for as little as £3 a month, you become an official sipper. You get, I can't even go through what you get, but it's it's loads of stuff. Access to things you can't just get normally. It's 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 the it's the dark web of pods. Is it? No. You just get early access tickets to things that we that we do. You get a bonus episode, you get the live stream, all that sort of stuff. And Patreon. a special which has just been released. And a special which has just been released where we played Who Wants to Be a Millionaire with local comedians, but for legal reasons we can't say it was Who Wants to Be, but it's basically it's the same thing. We are sponsored by none other than NordVPN. You just know I'm vpn up to the eyeballs. VPN means virtual private network. It's a service that protects your internet connection and privacy online. It provides you with a secure encrypted tunnel for your online traffic to flow. Just your own wee tunnel for all your online traffic. No one can see through this tunnel. It's not made of glass. They can't get your hands in your online their hands in your online data or you. You can't even see your real IP address or your location. If you're going on holidays this summer, NordVPN will keep your online data safe when you're connecting to the internet via public Wi-Fi or the hotel's Wi-Fi. <gasps> what about that, the hotel Wi-Fi? They're looking. The concierge is going, look at this dirty bastard. <laughs> Just looking at Irish League football. NordVPN allows you to watch content from home while you're traveling abroad so you continue watching blue lights or keep up with Barra's wild days out while you're sitting by the pool having a daiquiri. Take your cybersecurity to the next level, NordVPN's threat protection feature. You don't even need to connect to a VPN server for it to work. What the fudge? You can get an exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan. And now when you receive a two-year plan, you, you when you purchase a two-year plan, you receive a four-month bonus on top. We are also sponsored by our good mates, Manscaped, the dick and balls extraordinaires. These guys over there... The number one in men's below the belt grooming products. These guys have changed the game. If you're uh, if you're a pube enthusiast, you must hate Manscaped because these guys are getting rid of. These guys are like um, are like big multinational conglomerates to the Amazon rainforest. They're wiping out football. 10 football pitches. That's how passionate I am about this. They're wiping out 10 football pitches a day. I'm just saying, no, I thought that was our guest and he's at the door, but it isn't, so we'll get, we'll we'll do this and then we'll have to we'll have to let him in and then start the episode. These guys are deforestation and pubes at an alarming rate. They need to be stopped. But it's a positive thing. But it's positive. It's positive. We like the rainforest, but don't like pubes. Is that fair to say? That's fair to say. Manscaped have all the below-the-belt grooming products you could want and some above-the-belt stuff too, like cologne, like deodorant. We keep some in the wee bathroom of the 1L Studios toilets. Nice touch. I don't know who restocks that. I don't know who did it in the first place. Is it you? Is it you? Georgia. It's Georgia. Georgia does it just in case. Georgia! So, we've got the everything. The Lawnmower 4.0 with wireless charging technology. Get yourself shaved up, feeling good. On a day, hot day like this today. Let's get stuck into this episode. My guests are Martin McCann and Dave Elliott. 
Marty is, and I'll tell him this to his face, I think the best actor here. He's brilliant in everything I see him in. I've known him for quite a while. I see him as like a real inspiration with acting and, and things like that. And I've always wanted him to come on the podcast because he's worked on some of huge productions and I know we'll have some great stories and he's just a thoroughly interesting and nice guy and uh, and Dave's here. Marty's here. Let's start this episode. This is Tea With Me with my friends Marty McCann and Dave Elliott. So yeah, we've we've already we've already done the I've already done like an introduction for us. So this is part of the episode until I and then I'll go what sort of stuff. But when we start? Not yet. We've started now. We've started now. We've started. Oh okay we're already now what, what was the intro? I just I was just saying like who's um, I've got Marty on and Dave on and then I was doing like that compli- like I said it's a complicated start uh-huh. I was yeah. doing the ads no 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 I think it's, no. it's fine what's the f- your favourite ad to do hmm? what's your favourite ad I can't say because then the other one might drop us now and will this be edited or is mm-hmm. no this is the, oh this, this is it we're in we're in, in the episode okay, okay. now don't swear we got to okay. address you can't swear swear please swear for fuck's sake okay we'll take that out please um, so we have like. I don't want to say like a showbiz beef, but Dave, you mm. years ago you got a movie role. Hey, yeah. You maybe want to pick it up from here. Listen, I've been uh, avoiding Marty for years now. I say avoiding, not getting any work. But <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was a young spring chicken, back in my first break, in a in a movie that uh, I believe you wrote, Fishbowl City. Oh, I was. Uh, I was some of my finest. Uh, yeah. Work, <laughs> I was hired as a hard guy. I think that was the hard man. I was in a in a wee garage with a fellow on a chair. Yeah. And then I'd stand here and sort of go. Hold on, can you hear more more uh, yeah. context? That was it. I was just being a hard guy. So what was the what was the description of the role? Hard what, guy. Hard, hard, hard guy. Right. Yeah. But at the time what I forgot, what age were you at the time? Maybe twenty one too. No, thirty. I remember it saying between fifty and sixty though. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember going there and not feeling like I was doing a good job. What you were know? you playing? What was he playing like? Do you remember this? Was he playing like a heavy, like a paramilitary heavy? Actually, what, was, what was he actually playing? Yeah. Uh, a self-conscious, um, uh, middle-class, well-educated, um, future comedian. Yeah. But in the film, it said, yeah. working-class hard man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you looked at the demo, bingo. bingo. Yeah. So and you're buzzing so to get I, this yeah. role. But actually, it's bad because it was bad for me because he's never worked since yeah. in the film industry. That's so awesome. I put an end to yeah. what could have been a blossoming you know, film career. I remember being there, being like, and the guys were like, "Can you look harder?" And I was like, "I'm as hard as." Let's see what you were. Yeah. Let, let me see what you were already doing at the start. I was going, <laughs> like, "You're in trouble." Yeah. Like, yeah. Bad hair and all, no beard at the time, so I looked like a wee, I was like a little fat guy. You look constipated. Yeah. Trying to be scared right now. If I'm, I'm, this is what. This is why she. Oh, head. if we do a session again, Marty, if you do a sequel, yeah. He's in now. See, well, it's about him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was, and I remember being there and people being like, trying to be silent and all, but being like, this guy's really shit. Like, and he's not, he just, just have him here until this is over. And what the, how, how did you think? I think most of that was in your head. Yeah. Though. But you especially were like, see that guy there? Yeah. <laughs> shit. Yeah. I, I, he kept doing this. I didn't know what you were saying. <laughs> get him out. And then I was like, I sat down the whole family around the house to watch it. So he got it and I sat down and I was like, you're a 60-year-old ball guy here. That's not me. And I was like, that is me. And my dad was like, you are really good at this. I'm like, yeah, I really believed you were a, a 65-year-old guy. And you, like, you can work magic in the edit. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, listen, so the times passed and I realised it wasn't for me to be a hard guy. So, Have you been ever caught from anything? You've shot and then just not made it in? I remember uh, 
doing Clash of the Titans. I only had a wee tiny role in it, but I didn't think, you know, how tiny it would have been. Right. And uh, told everybody I was in it, and uh, told everybody, didn't mention the size of the role. Yeah. Clash of the Titans remake, massive, it's gonna be huge. I'm in it, yeah. cinema release, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I went with my parents and uh, a few friends, family members, and I'm in it for about three seconds, getting ripped in half by the hole. <laughs> <laughs> so not only am I not really in it I'm in it just enough to see me getting ripped in half by Jason Fleming by what looks like the hole like ripped in half by the hole and I think I go Pussies! and uh, <laughs> had you filmed way more than that and I think I was convinced maybe it was all in my head but obviously somewhere I think it was the main role and because it had sort of got about that I was in Clash of the Titans, I was convinced, now it probably didn't really happen, but I was convinced that there was like a dad with his son in the front row. This was like an Andy Town pictures or whatever. And I remember when Sam Worthington come on, on the screen or something, I think the dad turned around and came and went, that must be him, that must be the wee guy from Belfast that's in this. Right. Sam Worthington, like, he was, in, he was the main actor. And then I think, I think they really realised that actually I wasn't really in it, and when I was in it, I got ripped in you half. Just got ripped. Had you filmed more than that, if you know what I mean? Uh, yes. I'd love it if you're quite a surprise, you know, when you get, when you, when you do go to watch yourself and yeah. you do tell everybody that you're in this thing and then you go watch it's a very embarrassing experience when your dad's like son for what it's worth i thought you were unbelievable getting ripped apart from the hole there and uh, you were well, i remember doing a play in Derry and and you got ripped I apart from no the no <laughs> i remember doing a play in Derry and uh the first half of the play i had my role my part and then the second half of the play I'm, I'm really just dead i'm wrapped up in what is a parachute and i'm dead and my dad and his mate rob were out on the rip and they come down and they got on the beer early and they just they let them in just for the second half of the show because they just missed the first half of the show which i had all my stuff in and i remember walking out all excited i think it was 18 or 19. i said to my dad well what did you hang me what did you hang me just a day upon you were dead on <laughs> you were dead on <laughs> oh, but, uh, have you is there anything else you've cut from Oh, I cut from loads of things. It's great. Because like, I, I always not see nowadays if I get offered anything, I'm like, I need to sign a contract straight away. So I get paid. Because you know you're not making it. Yeah, so many times that's happened. It'd be like, like, I mean, like radio sitcoms and all. Sign the deal, go in. They're like, actually, no cut. He's cut. But it's Can we, right, tell me if we can't mention this, but correct me if I'm wrong, right? Mm. He was cast in a radio sitcom uh -huh. and they did a run through from it and then they went, we're going with someone else. Mm -hmm. But then they found out he'd signed his contract. So he got yeah. paid his full fee yeah. and oh then wow. didn't have to go and do the work. Yeah. Brilliant. That's the dream, isn't it? But what was funnier is I ended up for some for by some fluke getting paid more than the main guy in it. And he's like, Why you get I was like, I have no idea. Yeah. People just aren't good at admin, but yeah. hey. Well they had no money left after the pay. Yeah. I I did a BBC and I sketch show and got sent this is like twelve years ago, got sent my contract and then some admin mistake, got sent a contract of a guy with a totally different name who directed an episode of the Mitchell and Webb sketch show, <laughs> and his fee... Should have signed it for him. I did. The fee was 10 grand for what he'd done. So I just signed his contract and mine, and sent it back. I was like, they might just give me his. And then mm -hmm. BBC phoned me and we're like, yeah, it's obviously been a mistake, but what, you weren't trying to get his money, were you? I was like, no, 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 no. Like, well, why'd you sign his what, contract? Why's your tip back? Yeah. <laughs> I got cut from, well, I didn't get cut. I told this on a podcast before. My first like brush with acting was whenever I was about four. There was a Harry Corey ad from here, 
and they wanted there was like a family going to be cast and the kid at the end says the dad says we need help and the kid goes we need harry and as yeah. everyone was going you're perfect you're perfect you didn't do it like that as a kid did you what do you mean? You're like a wise old man there. We need Harry. That's why I didn't get <laughs> we it. We need Harry. <laughs> Very intense. Yeah. We need the Harry. And all. Yeah. I think we need Harry. No, I was, I, I went along with hundreds of kids, open casting call. The director says the line, we need help. And I go, we need Harry. That's good, right? Yeah. He, he loved Brilliant. it. Right. He, he loved it. Eventually, as the day goes on, the kids are, there's less and less kids about. Eventually, just me and some other kid. They send him home. Get me to do it one more time. And then the guy goes, and it's a casting director who's dealt with kids all day for like a 10 hour day. It's constant, constant, and their parents. And then um, he said to me, he's like, the, the role's yours. And it was 250 quid. My mouth buzzing. And then the guy, the guy said to me at the last minute, he goes, just, I need to confirm before we get your mummy to sign this. You definitely want to do this? <laughs> and I was like, Nah. <laughs> really? No. I was like, I don't want to be here. I, the kid yeah. needs help. I was like, he needs, <laughs> he needs a therapist. <laughs> he needs a therapist. <laughs> the kid needs help. The kid's got issues. So I, my, my, I just had to go home. I had to Hold get on. people back. What a man! I child. never did it. Like, why oh, is the ten? I didn't know why I was there. I didn't know why everybody's ten. I didn't know why I was there. Man's ten. Like, why you sitting there me? all day? And you're like, we need. I Harry. didn't know what it was. I didn't know these were like theater kids. You weren't compass mentis really through the whole. Yeah. You were just mumbling, but what I <laughs> what you thought was we were telling you to say. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I thought it was maybe a game. He was just schizophrenic as a child. He kept saying, that's all he walked about saying. We need Harry. Marty, the first he's time. So in the zone. He's so in the zone. Look at him. Look at him. He's so I still repeat that. Yeah. <laughs> just rocking in his chair. At we need Harry. <laughs> um, first time I ever remember hearing your name was closing the ring. Closing the ring. Uh, and that was that had to do with what happened in that last role <laughs> in Clash of the Titans. Yeah. That was I. Uh, Marty only does typecast. <laughs> ring work. Anything to do with an arse or, <laughs> or anything to do with the anus? <laughs> sign me up. Before I, before I ask you about that, what's the weirdest thing you've ever auditioned for? Uh, I was brought down as a kid. For a Harry Corey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and this kid, I'm I was like, "Fuck!" If I have that's no true, way. I should have just taken it because I would have a successful acting career. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe that guy's blacklisted you from then. He's like, "No, yeah. he's a tall guy." <laughs> yeah. We've watched some of my auditions and episodes of this before. <laughs> Dave, I did audition for Derry Girls, mm -hmm. and uh, Dave, you know Brendan Rogers, the former Celtic manager. And oh, I Brendan Rogers, oh. Dave said I was doing a Derry accent and Dave at, at the end of it goes was part of the briefs that they wanted a Brendan Rogers impression <laughs> that's in my head rent free I can free see now. a bit of Brendan Rogers in you like. I can do a Brendan Rogers but that do your Derry accent and it's Brendan Rogers like just but yeah. say we need help yeah we need Harry we need help no we need Harry yeah we need Harry that's good. It's it good. is good. It but is it's good. not a dairy accent, though. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not a dairy accent. It's not. It's not. But it you can layer that yeah. on after. Yes. You know, you take it yeah. one step at a time. But have you gone down to, like, even in the early days, like, do you go to a, a casting call or anything? And, like, were you ever grateful that you didn't get something? Were you like, I shouldn't be here, shouldn't be doing this? Uh, not really. No. You're always, like, you always want to go for the stuff. Now, when you watch stuff back, you go, that was shade. Right. But the money would have been all right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But... What was your first ever acting role? Ever? Uh, the Artful 
Dodger, I think, in the Arch Theater. Right. What age? Uh, 48. (laughs) 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 Um, 11, 11 years of age, but Paddy Jenkins, who's a a local actor. Yeah, oh yeah. So he was faking and I was Dodger. Right. I was just running about pickpocketing people. That was, um, he, I might go all over the place with this episode because loads I want to talk to you, but I said you, I ran into you last week uh-huh. in Belfast having a coffee. He, he he is so good in Blue Lights. He's unbelievable. Huh? He is so good. He's underrated good. as an actor, actually. He's yeah. underrated. He's I think... Um, and it, Well, he works a lot. He yeah. just doesn't work a lot as much as he should do on TV or film. Yeah. He's totally underrated. Like Me and Dave are massive Blue Lights fans. Mm-hmm. Massive. Whoop, whoop. It... Uh, uh, Dave, I had great banter with Marty. I saw him at Established in Belfast mm-hmm. and there was a police car outside, like a patrol car. Oh, and I no. said, am I interrupting the take? 10 out of 10. Well, didn't, didn't land in the room, didn't but it was good. Me. You it didn't see me. I waved. Yeah, you yeah, waved and I went, yeah. <laughs> did you have like a wee box of pastries with you as well? I did, did I did. did. Yes. Some travel acts. Yeah. Um, what a great series. <clears throat> you have a great, great character in it, which is like you get to kind of almost do comedy and then more serious stuff. That's sarcasm. <laughs> no, no, no. I think uh, I think you're brilliant. In. I appreciate it. I think there's some great, great acting in. It. I appreciate. And it's a, it's a. You, like you, you said you think it's, and this is like when I'm just saying this, you said it's the best thing you've ever seen from here. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it was. But I've heard some rumors about series two that I'm interested in. I heard. You got ripped apart by the paramilitary. Yeah. By the whole, by the <laughs> You don't want to see uh, what what they're going to see. And they're Stevie's just using the clash footage to see him. Did you um? Did you when you like see a script for the first time or hear you got an audition or something? Um, do you know straight away if it's going to be good? If that makes sense. Do you you, you, you have a good read on how something will actually turn out. Uh. I, I think I think you do. I think when you when you read something, you're either you either read it in one go or you keep going back to it and going. Sometimes you read something and go, Am I too stupid? Am I not getting this? Or is there something wrong? You sort of blame yourself for not finding it good or not because somebody sends you a script and go, They're making it. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Yeah. And you're reading it and going, I am I not getting this? Or yeah. And then you're afraid to say, I don't think this is that good. Yeah. You know, because you're offended people or whatever. But usually when you get sent something. Then, you know, you know what you know. Do you love your character? I do like him. I do like him. I do like the character. I. It, I, I, I there's room to, to grow. Yeah. You know. Because yeah, I mean, like the comedy in it from you is the, my favorite bit of nearly the whole series was a line you delivered when you go and see the fam, the couple that are going to have the kids taken off them. Oh, the party why, guys. Why? The party guys. Yeah. yeah. Who everyone was watching, being like, who everybody can relate to. Is he on? Everybody can relate to. These guys like to have a good time. Yeah. I'm prograbbling or whatever. Usually I get my folks to look after. Not called up. Whenever I'm like, I I mean, they were living in a shithole. Yeah. 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 Like, I normally do spice, but my folks take them and I'm just. Yeah. You know, so you, you, the guy's like vice president of a local golf club, and you leave and come back and say, I played that golf club before. And then you go leave again, you go, Shit. shit and then leave again right. I well, not like a big scene or anything my favourite moment the whole thing oh, I, I thought it was great right. I just made I made sure I was going to say shit yeah I have to say shit 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 it was brilliant is it weird because you, you don't film a lot of stuff at home 
If you know what I mean, you're always like traveling or. Uh, not like when I when I'm lucky enough to get a job, about fifty percent of it's here, fifty percent of it is away. I mean, I prefer, I like going away, but I prefer being home. You can go and go, go to your own bed and, you it, know, when you're away, you're sitting, you, you, you know what it's like. You're sitting in a hotel room, you're going, and you're trying not, you know, trying to keep yourself. Trying not to what? <laughs> I was going to say, trying to keep yourself entertained. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'll bring my toys with me and. Uh, well, like um, wrestling figures? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, Shove them up your Action men, action men, trains. Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> I would love that if that was like a genuine thing. You did like if we ended up action men together. And you just talk, I caught a glimpse of Marty's rooms, just loads of figurines. You're yeah, like, no. I love this shit. I used to love them when I was a kid. <laughs> I used to love them. <laughs> we train set just going around the whole <laughs> yeah. room. Uh, with the bed in the middle. <laughs> we conductors. <laughs> is it is it is this the thing? Is blue lights the thing that Mostly, you've had people come up and like speak to you on the streets. So if you're by by a country male, you know. I mean, I, I you know, I've never, I've, I mean, I, it's not fame or anything like that, but it's definitely like a local, like you're you're getting recognised, you know, yeah. more more than I've I've, I've, ever, I've ever done, you know, and and you just kind of, and it's all lovely and positive, and yeah, just yeah. Like, and it's mostly about the show. It's not somebody coming up and like in your arse and going, "Oh fuck it." It's like you're in that show. The show's brilliant. Yes, because yeah. it. Anytime you see something from here, you just want it to be good. You are so badly, and want you want it to, it to be sound good. good as well. Because yes. anytime I watch something from here, so it's everybody. Everybody puts on that storytelling voice. Yes. And they start to talk about the oh, the end of the You literally sounded normal a second ago. Yeah. They've told you to do a Belfast accent. You don't have to change. Yeah. You sounded normal. Yes. I think, I think people think you no, know, lights, action, camera, and they think, well, I can't just be me. I can't <laughs> just be me. That's who would want to watch just me being me. Yes. So they try to hate it or push it, and then everybody just sounds a wee bit. Yes. You know, some of stuff. Yeah. Did you have um, when you were filming, especially being in the in the police uniforms and like proper? I was surprised it was all like the official stuff. Well, it was the first ever time it's that's been done. You know, the PSNI gave the the full go ahead for a drama to be made about the PSNI. That never happened before. You know, like you know, if you watch the likes of any sort of cop drama from here, or, it's a made up Northern Ireland police team. You know what I mean? It's like knockoff. Team. It's just total knockoff. It's like faker football tops. Faker football tops, huh? But did you, like, out and about filming? Did you ever get any grief for big crowds coming to watch? Aye, oh, I mean, you would have people watching or whatever, and, and then you'd have people thinking, you would have people coming up to the camera crew or the people behind the crew and going, lads, the fucking the cops are here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what they're going? They're thinking... You just watch, there's cops yeah. about here. Yeah. In case you're filming anything. Yeah. How know. do they keep people in their houses? Um, people not want to come to the doors. Yeah. Like a letter maybe a week before. Yeah. And then maybe a follow-up letter a day yeah. before. Just short and sweet threat. But even like, do takes get ruined? People shouting or... Oh, I would take take would get ruined or if somebody walks behind, you know, obviously the courting off the streets, you know, as best they can do, they would have... You know, um, permission from the council, city council, and and obviously the PS and I actually did help the show. They would come down and help cordon off, and you know they so that you know. So, but sometimes 
people will get, you know, there was the, remember Richard Dormer was, I think he got, obviously the, the, the I don't want to give him too much away, but there's yeah, a part where Richard, there's a part a, where Richard. He had has, a boo-boo. He had a boo-boo, there's part where he has blood on him. Yeah. <laughs> but some youngster took a picture of it, put it up on Facebook and said, you know, sure it, went, it was all over, all over Facebook and all over, they said, this is a real cop. And there was a big story attached to it. I didn't even, do you hear that? No. There was a big story attached to him at the Senate. There's a, a real cop who had been shot because he was cheating on this cop's wife. And, and then all these Chinese whispers. You should have worked that in the storyline. Yeah. great. All these Chinese whispers started happening. And and, uh, and this was before the show came out. And oh, it was shit. a picture of Richard lying on the ground yeah, yeah. In, in mid-scene. Yeah. So it sets what they're trying to protect from. They're trying to keep, uh, Yes. you know, just leaks from going out and then misinformation and our, our story plot or get getting given away did you ever like keep the gear on and go like arrest so, like just for no but i get the urge you know want to see a couple of cops or whatever like talking to people in belfast to get the urge to walk over and go what's what's the story yeah. <laughs> just need yeah are they are you are they all are you all right yeah all right yeah. talk to you later i i would find it different like if i see something filming your natural reaction is just go over and watch. Uh, just or, cool or be in it. Or try and be in it. Or try and be in it. <laughs> cut the casting director and director and producer. Just cut, nip what? that in the bud, just get straight what are, in. What are those fans? G&H &G &H fans? Yeah. G&H, yeah. I have, like, I think we're probably at the level where like, we're looking that more. We're like, anytime I'm out and about and see those fans, I'll very slowly walk past what's happening. Uh, you know? I know, I wonder I mean, what's... Like, any, uh, are, we, are we cast? Are we fully cast here? I walk past it and go, oh, what am I not in now? Yeah. <laughs> Greg, you looking hard, man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's stomping straight one of the vans like that. Sh shaking, yeah. shaking, <laughs> really self-conscious. Well, what, what was the first ever thing you had this before, do you remember? Uh, no, I don't see that. Probably that. Probably, yeah. Just stand there in the car. What was the strongman thing you were doing for some ad? Did that ever come out? Oh, I did a thing for a tile company where I had to be a strongman and I could break tiles, but I couldn't break these tiles. And it's about, like, and uh, it'll be somewhere. I need to find that. Yeah, it's somewhere. I need to find. Nothing yeah. better than when you find something oh, you're made. You need to have, like, a screen here. Yes. And whack them all. Uh -huh. Well, that's what we can do. We can we'll play stuff back, but... um. I would, I, no matter mm -hmm. find something your mate's been in, but doesn't want you to see, see it or, or know or, about. Or yeah. show it to the masses. Like 2008 Northern Irish Independent Zombie film, Battle of the Bone. Mm. Yeah. Remember we tried to watch that once and it was just hard. Yeah, we tried to watch back of Battle yeah. of the Bone that I was in. Mm. It was tough. But I was did actually, it go to Cannes or wh where did it go? <laughs> it it was Cannes. It went to It went to the bargain Cannes. Yeah. In yeah. a lot of maces throughout Northern Ireland. Yeah. But yeah. that was. Did you just get it on DVD? Actually, get it on DVD. What's on DVD? Don't worry about that. All oh, right, so I'm <laughs> getting your copy. No, I didn't, didn't mean to cause offence. Were you were you gutted when I got that role? Two thousand eight. To be honest, it was the amount of times that I was recalled back <laughs> yeah. for that I just found here, insulting. I got I got Dave loves this. Mm -hmm. I remember Krypton that they were filming here. Oh, like <laughs> a sci-fi thing. A yeah. thing. I did twelve auditions for it. Just yeah. twelve, why? <laughs> and the kept got, and it was always like the same. Like, why twelve? That's madness. They just kept. They were like, they like you, but they haven't found the right thing. It was always the same thing. There was a fucking did you disturbance and planets off hammer. Did you? Uh, and I was raging. Did you have your mask? Did you have cloak? What? Did you have somebody's? <laughs> did you have cloak? Oh, I just. Oh, the, do you know what the worst one we did was in here? I had, there was a scene where I didn't really have much dialogue, but I had to like wield an axe and break something. <laughs> the worst thing. It's the worst. Do you think you find it? 
if you can find it by the end of the episode, that would be class. What did you call the one? I, I genuinely thought this was good. That you just did. Remember, you just did like the every single uh, Troubles movie that's ever Oh, been Belfast. Uh, every Belfast film. Dave was in that too. That was brilliant. Yeah. And I mean, that was genuinely brilliant. Cheers. It's just funny. We were gonna make we we're gonna make a longer one of those, but then it was like how much. I wouldn't make a longer one. Want? Okay. <laughs> we're, not, we're not not making. I'd let it. I'd let it be. Yeah, yeah. I'd let it live and go, you know. But it's it's but be, be its own thing. It's like you say. It's like the the frustration of like an accent from here not being right. But then outside of here, they probably don't care about it. No, but it's, they, don't it's, it's, they don't care about us. No, <laughs> I mean, let alone Harrison. But say, let me ask you this: Say you're in something, any production. And it's there's characters from here, and some of the accents aren't right. Mm -hmm. Can you just like do you just have to do you just get past that, or would that like do you not do you? Is it difficult not to be like you might want to try and say that? I know you don't want to tell all that, what to do. I, I think it takes all of us out. If, if we listen to if we listen to somebody who should sound like us, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't, I'm not talking about you know it could be, it could be Hollywood, it could be Upper Ormo or Upper Malone or West Belfast, East Belfast. You know how you should sound, it doesn't matter, yes. but as long as it's authentic. Yeah. But if you feel it forced, yeah. you can't sort of get over it in your ear. Yeah. Now, if I was from England or Scotland or Wales, it wouldn't really make it. Yes. But for us, yeah. I go, something's not. It just, I can't then, no matter how good that character is, whatever I just And it could be can't. a good scene. Yes. But if it's, uh, if it sounds off. Yes. It's hard to invest. Yeah. I think, yeah. The, um, I want to ask you about. Um, the Pacific uh -huh. I always got that confused with Band of Brothers and you used to always be like I can't believe you're in Band of Brothers you know, I, I was never in that I'm never in Band of Brothers never in Band of Brothers I think I was three when I was made yeah well not three but, but that I remember I always like reading things about you being like this actor from here from Belfast who's in all these productions you all like Band of Brothers and I get ripped in half by the whole yeah <laughs> <laughs> but the Pacific was uh, what, what would the budget have been for that roughly well, I, I know what it was. It was twenty-one million an episode, and at the time, that was the highest amount of money that was ever spent on a television show in the history of TV. At the time, was that because Spielberg was my mate? Oh. Yeah, Bushy. <laughs> <laughs> was that because was it such a big? Because he was it was him. Because it was him doing TV, wasn't it? So it was like. Well, this is what I found out later. So HBO front the money, but Steven Spielberg, so he's like a brand, and he so he's executive producer, so he doesn't put any money up. He's paid a percentage of what it makes in the understanding that he comes in, attaches his name. Right. Which is, but he'll only attach it if he has creative control. And when, he, when I say creative control, he's got about maybe 10 or 15 projects going at the same time. So he's getting the rushes through to his, say, dream, uh, DreamWorks and whatever, and he's watching the rushes, and he goes, I don't like that, I don't like the way you're doing that, because his name is attached. So he's, right. getting his, he's given his creative oversight, and he's very much part of the casting process, um, but he's not on the ground getting his hands dirty, so to speak. That's, that's his proper, you know, once every two or three year films that he yeah. makes. But he doesn't put up a penny. He's paid a massive chunk of the so he, He's a guy who owns a lot of McDonald's. Mm, ah. He's not flipping the burgers, he's but every flipping. once in a while, going and take a chip and go, more so. Uh, and he might come down and taste the occasional Big Mac just to make sure yeah. that you're not skimping. Yeah. But he's uh, very much, he's in the head office, if anything. What age were you when you got that role? Uh, seven. But it took them 
<laughs> 13 years yeah. to get production up and running. Yeah. No, I was 23 or something, wasn't it? And where did that shoot? Cairns and Cairns and Melbourne in, in Australia. The, was the scale of that compared to anything you'd done before just mind blown? What do you compare to fishbowl? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you went Dave to Spielberg. Yeah. <laughs> um, you got caught from Bangladesh. There's really no yeah. comparison. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it was the biggest thing I'd ever done. Of course, it was. Jeez. But that. Do you get to be obnoxious to people on that? Is it that level? You're like, go and do this. Get me that. I need my pants changed. Did you have a trailer? Oh, you have a trailer, huh? <gasps> Class. You have a person that does stuff for you. <laughs> Can't say. Yeah. Brings your dinner. Like, if you woke up and you're like, I really want to party it here, would you have somebody go, I want party it, they go get you party it? Party it wasn't around then. BPM? Was party it around then? If you knew the right people, I think. If you knew the right people. (laughs) Uh, Well, I don't think it was that. We weren't that level. Yeah. But we were scratching on the surface. Like, did you have to do, like, soldier training? Well, we did boot camp, boy. 12 days of boot camp out in the the desert, mate. Don't know what accent that was. Was it intent? Like I think it was Brendan Rogers. Was it intent? Like the most intense thing you've ever filmed? Well, it wasn't filmed. It was just boot camp. No, I mean just the the Pacific (coughs) in general. I mean, so we we got there. We thought, oh my god, we're doing this Spielberg Tom Hanks gig, and and I was the only European there. Was Hanksy involved as well? Oh, oh, Hanksy was there. What was he doing? I run the boat. You know more about it than me. <laughs> run the boat, sell porridge. He had boxes of chocolates. He was giving yeah. everything. Going, you never know. Um, he cracks that every hour. <laughs> like, all right, man. You never know. Yeah. Fuck. Um, no, he was. He was involved. In, um, they cast a guy called Val Lauren as John, uh, as uh, Basilone, and uh, the part ultimately went to Johnny Bernthal, who was in. Um, John Bernthal, he's the Punisher, the, the Punisher, yeah. and the, he's walking flan, dead. Flan high. Oh yeah, but this guy called Val Lauren was originally cast as this main role in the Pacific, and we came to the end of the twelve-day uh, boot camp, and you know, and Tom Hanks shows up in a car, a couple of our cars, and like congratulations, lads, well done, you've got through the boot camp and all, and we had the K rations, you know, basically what we had a K rations, so we had squashed food a chocolate bar and a packet of raisins and a wee packet of nuts and that done you for the day and then you had, had to go out and dig your foxhole and sleep out in the desert and blah 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 so it was 12 days and he gets out of the corner as Tom Hanks and there's a couple of women not even good little women but they were good little when he goes yeah <laughs> when you come up from the foxhole <laughs> when you came out of the desert with hundreds and hundreds of dudes just a sniff of a female yeah. like five miles away and uh <laughs> and they, they they took Val Lauren out of the lane and went, Val, can we have a word with you, talk, talk to you? Now, Val was sound, you know, decent guy, didn't sort of kick up a fuss, wasn't, you know, there were some actors in the boot camp going, you can't talk to us, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sue your ass, and blah, blah, blah. Maybe most of them were from L.A., you know. But, right. Um, and, uh, but Val just got talked out, out of the lane, and <laughs> we never seen him again. So he was with his family. They killed him? They executed yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hanks executed yeah, him. Exactly. Girls, you want to say something, man? I don't <laughs> want to get done for slander or defamation of character here. No. But they executed him. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know. now, um, no, so they took him out, brought him to the studio and says, look, we really appreciate what you're doing. 
<laughs> Sorry, this is no. traumatic for yeah, Dave, who's reliving this. When Radio Ulster did it, so close to fishbowl, nearly happened to him on fishbowl. Like, but I just picture them bringing him to the studio, showing him the set, being that he could have had this. But <laughs> yeah, Sorry. and showing him flashes of his future. Yeah. Like I know you. I know you've lived in a hole for a week, but yeah. the good news is you're going to your own bed tonight. What annoys me is that on the twelfth day, that they broke the news to him. Because yeah. the fucking boot camp was hard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, have a bit of decency. Let me yeah. go on the second day. Yeah, but yeah, don't yeah. Don't wait the day 12. Yes. You know what I mean? But then like they wanted him to harden it and be ready for it. They wanted him to be uh, and then go. But wait until he looks like a chimney sweep, then we'll break. What was Tom Hanks like? Did you get chatting to him? Not really. Uh, no, I mean, at the, at, at, at the, we went to LA and watched like a screening of it in the, chain, in the Chinese. Theatre, the Dolby Theatre. Aye, aye. So we went and watched a screening of it there. Everybody was there, and he came in, said hello to everybody. Then we had like an after drinks reception, and I met him with the guy who I was playing, R.B. Bergen. He's now passed. He was in his mid eighties or he fucked with Hanks too. Boof. What? <laughs> <laughs> Hanks as well. <laughs> <laughs> so you met the. So you were playing a real life guy that you then you got to meet. Oh, I went over to Texas, tell him why, and uh, met him and his wife Florence, and uh, and and stayed in their in their gaff. What did he think of your portrayal? Uh, he wasn't happy. He wasn't. Happy. <laughs> he wasn't happy. He kept telling me that I he was better looking yeah. uh, when he was my age, um, taller. Um, harder yeah. and a better actor yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he should have played it then exactly <laughs> uh, but a lovely man lovely right. man yeah did you think what after that after being in like yeah the biggest TV budget production of all time did you fishbowl? think yeah after, and then and then you're doing fishbowl and then get on to the Pacific. and then the Pacific yeah. did you think after that everything's gonna happen or were you quite uh, it was funny. Like I kept, I kept thinking, what am I doing here? Why am I in Australia with all these Yanks and Aussies? And I knew I auditioned for it, but I always felt like at any given time, someone was just going to pop their head around the corner and go, "What are you doing here?" Yeah, you, you're from Davis and Falls Road. Who are you playing? Right, R.V. Bergen, the Texan. Get him. Get rid of him. His head's away. Yeah. Um, so there was always that vibe. So I never really had the attitude of like oh, this is me now I've hit the big time I more had the attitude of I'm going to get sent home keep the head down and keep just get away with it and get away with it yeah you know? um, but uh, so, and and I'd, all, I'd been acting long enough to know that you know you audition and you keep auditioning and remember everybody's wearing helmets and a green khaki uniform and you know so if you look at like the likes of Rami you know like Rami Malik it took you know 15 years after making the Pacific, he hits the Big Ten. Yeah, yeah. You know? So the Pacific doesn't guarantee, even a gig like the Pacific doesn't guarantee anything, you know? Other than the money, the experience, and it on your CV. Are you good with a gun now? Because you've done, like, police and army stuff? Yeah? Are you asking me anything? Or? <laughs> We've got a shooting range set up for you. <laughs> I, um... Yeah, I... You get people who say like, "Oh, they go do something like that," and then people struggle with the side of acting with the sitting about. And I've only experienced that a tiny bit, but like being in your trailer, being in between takes, and I'd say something like that, like war reenacting type stuff, takes a long, long time. Do you do you learn that over time to just get like well, patient I, with everything? I know that was the whole point of the boot camp because I didn't know how to use an M1 carbine or anything like that or. I didn't have a clue about a mortar or, 
you know, not it was all alien to me. Yeah. But they just hand you it and then go, that's your gun, you sleep with that at night, and that's your mortar, don't lose it and keep it clean. And you're like So then for twelve days you're like a Muppet carrying these things that A don't work, but they are real. They were like World War Two, you know, decommissioned. Right. And they're shouting at you and squealing at you, your gun's dirty, your thing, and then you you so after so come day twelve, that gun looks like it's yours. Right, yeah, yeah. That's what it was all about. And when you're doing jobs like this and closing the ring with Richard Attenborough and that kind of thing, like back then when you go home, when you go back to when you go back to Davis, when you go back to Belfast, do people know all about it? Or is it such a weird concept that someone from here is going and being in productions like that that people almost don't understand like what it is? No, it's like it's the same. It's, it's like they know I'm an actor, and they just go, "Where's Marty? He's an actor." And or if they've seen something in, they'll go, "Saw that thing." Or it's the same. It doesn't really matter. It's like the same. It's the same vibe. It's just they, don't, they might not know many actors. Yeah. But then again, neither do, do most people. Yeah, nobody does. You know. Yeah. But if something like Blue Light, being like from here and and saying that. If something like blue lights didn't work, you would probably get the most shit for it, would you? I just mean. Well, I was worried because uh, obviously playing a cop and uh, yeah, you know, yeah, from West Belfast, and I was going, I wonder what way this will be perceived. Or, but at the end of the day, I'm an actor, and you know, I'm just thinking about the the, the character in the cop uniform, who's Stevie Neal, and I'm 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 an actor, and I need to work, and that's my job. You know, I'm I'm I've no real, I don't really. I have no real political views. I don't care. I'll go and I'll do a job and I'll sign off. And if anybody has anything to say about that to me, well, that's their prerogative. Dave, you, and you, said, you so, said you were going to say something. So go ahead. Well, what I would say now, I would have, <laughs> I would have like seventy-one on one hand and be yeah. like, look, stick that on and be like, here. It balances it out. It works. I've, yeah. I've, yeah, yeah, we can you know balance I mean? those skills. Good, good man, <laughs> good man. <laughs> Is that what you do? So, have you watched all my back catalog? <laughs> yeah, see, it's been an intensive last couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my bedroom's just a shrine here, and then me standing. He standing up. Dave, uh, unfortunately, I think this all ends with Dave killing you, and then like yeah. still making movies with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he has like a sp- like a barn. A weekend at Marty's. I- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're a ball of club on all Keep your gun <laughs> Fishbowl City too. Just Dave blood all over his face. He's propping you up. Uh, so talk to me about Fishbowl City. I remember hearing there were auditioning people for that probably at the same time you did. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't audition for it or anything. It but was down to you and Downey Jr. I just want to yes. put that out now. Yes. Fra Downey Jr. Fra Downey Jr. from Balkan yeah. Street, actually. But you, uh, Unbelievable actor. You, you financed and wrote a movie, you shot it. wasn't really good, like, but at least we gave it a start. You made a full movie. Like, I'm sure at the time you were proud of it. At the time we were no. proud of it. <laughs> um, but when we watched it, we weren't that proud of it. Right. Um, but that's what that's kind of what it is. I mean, I think we everything you make. I mean, we weren't trained filmmakers or anything like that. We just said, "Mama, shoot our own wee project here." But then it sort of grew and it become became its own wee monster and kind of got a little bit larger than we could handle. And but then we did it again with stars with Jerry McSorley, which you were in, obviously, and uh, yep. you did an unbelievable job on it. And I thought that was more 
Didn't even I get thought it was a better. What? Didn't even get an addition for that. Well, there was no hard man on it. Yeah. <laughs> Bar me. No, no, hard, no hard man on it. No hard man on it. No one. But uh, so stars was better, but that was because we messed up with Facebook. I would love to do that now, because what, stars. I know it was it was actually decent, wasn't it? it yeah, was. it, it was good oh, crack for because you funded that, made it, oh. got Jared McSorley to be in it. You're in it. The cast was brilliant, but I think because I'd never done any acting before, I just would love to do it now that I'm a bit older. You were hard on yourself when when you when you watched it back and yeah. you talked to me and I thought. You know, ultimately, like you know, it was your first, yeah, stab at something. Yeah, you know, it was so great. Think, just, but for a first time attempt at yeah. what was essentially a thirty-minute-long or forty-minute-long comedy piece or drama or whatever you want, dramedy or whatever, you did a brilliant job. The feedback on the production was brilliant. Oh, it looked well. It looked like it looked like uh, you know, like a BBC thing or like a BBC and I thing or whatever. But I'm, even when I, I, I was so surprised that didn't get picked up. Because they, they, then they sort of acquire it, saying, we'll, we'll show it. They it says we'll, we'll show it, but then they said to us that uh, it was too close to some stuff that had, had been out. Um, you know, uh, I think Toast was out at the time. And I went, really? Are you comparing us to Toast? You know, Toast. Uh, toast. The toast, toast of, of London? London. That's what uh, apparently it was compared to. It's not like that. <laughs> Is it too late? I know this happened in know, like 2014 or something, but uh, give them a shout. We we've always thought like you know but then the main thing was and the best thing in that show was Jerry McSorley mm -hmm. who's one of the best screen actors in Ireland I think you know it would be getting him again you know if you couldn't do it with him it wouldn't really be you know, think he was the backbone of it like what do you think you're one of the best screen actors in Ireland? thank you very much yeah um, stars too Huh? Stars too, <laughs> but uh, no. So we would need to get Jerry back, and we don't know if we could do that. Like you know, but I but I enjoyed it. It was good crack. You know what I mean? Do you, I love the idea of acting, but I think doing stand up is so close to acting that it makes it difficult to then. Does that make sense? Like hmm. stand up is uh, like performance. I don't know how you do it. Like I really don't, and I'm not just saying that. I don't know how you do it. But it's just another. I, I would be more nervous you're essential not you're doing stand up but you're doing a performance to no audience at the time mm. that you record it does that make but sense but then it's contained and controlled you've got the lines and you're well you know it, whereas user you are getting thrown out to the lines yeah but you also rely on how other people perform and that kind of thing and there's more pressure on you because if you mess up yours there's all these people directors and all this budget's been spent when we're doing stand-up, we can correct mistakes mm. as we go. You we can mean we have to show up one time, sober? Yes. And that's the difference. Yeah. If so, I couldn't even do that today. So. <laughs> yeah, he's drunk. He was here on time, but he's blitzed. <laughs> Absolutely blitzed. See, when this guy, like, when people think of, like, lovey actors being loveys, which I definitely don't, you're just... Uh, Genuine. Thank you, darling. <laughs> <laughs> you faint with the phrase. <laughs> but see, when this guy drinks red wine, uh, we don't have any acting credits, mm. but no one turns into more of a seasoned lovey. Turns like into a, Richard Attenborough. Like a guy who's been hanging about the lyric mm. for 30 years. <laughs> David Nevin. We call him Davy Purpletooth because when his okay. teeth get a little bit purple, the truth comes out. The yeah, truth yeah. comes out. Yeah. He's talking about all these performers and actors and comedians. And yeah. I love. I would love you to meet but Purple. That's great that you've got a, 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 a an old passion for that. Is that, I mean? is that like the, dying the out? That like for the sauce. <laughs> that, that like lovey scene. 
You know, and you'd be like, all these actors would, would go to the Aragal back bar and they'd... I think back in the day, there was a real sort of culture of that, but not anymore. I don't think, you know, if you go to the Aragal back bar, you won't find... Uh, because, it's, uh, you know, uh, them days are gone where, you know, everybody did a play and the lyric and then everybody went and got absolutely hammered. Yes. You know, five nights a week. You can't do that anymore. You won't get employed if you do that. See if that... Times have changed. Those old school actors, those older actors now... Who, who was was anyone really good with you when you were when you were coming up? Was there like a, an established actor you looked up to who was really sound to? Uh no, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, it was, it was older actors. I remember seeing the Paddy Jenkins, uh, who um, at the time I had the the audition for the Pacific, and I says, "Will you run these lanes with me?" You know, and he gave me a few pointers here and there, and. Uh, and uh, but my my favorite actor that I've ever worked with is Pete Postlethwaite. Not just because of the actor, but because of the man. Like he was yeah. one of the soundest. What nicest per, What people. did you work on? Closing the Ring. Right. Okay. Killing Bono. Yeah. And following enough Clash of Things. Right. Uh, he in uh, I remember watching In the Name of the Father as a kid, mm-hmm. and then years later finding out he's not from here. We're talking about an authentic Belfast accent. Why is it? I couldn't believe it. I remember doing a scene with him. He was was from Shropshire. He said, sound like that. You know, blah, blah, blah. You're right, kid. You're right. And then he'd he'd go, and action. What are you doing here, Mrs. Horace? Yeah. 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 (laughs) You think your grandma just walked into the room? Yeah. And just said, Elaine? Yeah. He's a brilliant brilliant actor. Yeah. Brilliant actor. Um, Yeah, I, I mean, the idea that you know, there were all these amazing act like Adrian Dunbar, Liam Neeson, all these guys that are like round about the same age and would have came up together in like the same class mm-hmm. of actors, you know what I mean? Is that kind of, like, were people more like individuals at the time you were doing it as opposed to like having like a big scene? Was there a big group of you who would be mates as actors? I, I sometimes think about that because you go, geez, they all seem like, you know, they're, they're, there's this click. And there's like a, a gang? There's a gang, but ultimately they're not a gang. They're they're not. It's not like everybody in my left foot is still knocking about with each other, and they have houses next to each other, and yeah. they go to the same bar. Yeah. It's not like it. Yeah. They shot the thing at the time. They knew each other at the time. They had pints at the time. Maybe some stayed in touch years later. Yeah. Um, but it's funny. I just think there's a different. I think there's a different. You know, back then you st- you had this sort of star quality. You know, if you was like you think of Liam Neeson, you wouldn't really. You know, he would be this otherworldly star or whatever but nowadays I think all oh, that's been diluted down you know uh, uh, that type of it's like P7 in school it's like we're going to be mates forever uh, last day of P7 mm-hmm. and then the one like comes to your birthday that was the week after P7 ended and you're like thought we're still in touch forever why isn't the one why is it only my cousins at my birthday or if you work with somebody for six months and then it's just this awkward like time mm-hmm. to go and, uh, if you have Facebook <laughs> I'll add you on Facebook. Or, do you do the Instagram? Yeah. I'll see you on Instagram. Who, who, who have you met that was like that disappointed you? Like you ever made like a big star and you're I like, Shane, I, I wouldn't do it to him. Nah, you know what I mean. He's been, Dave he's been lovely. Dave okay. I've improved. I've matured. Marty, you know. Dave Elliott. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't. I, 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 there was one, and it was a project that shot here in Northern Ireland okay. she's not from here um, and I can't say her name because I'd be up in court at the drop of a hat mm-hmm. um, but I think you know yeah yeah 
I remember talking to you about this. You know, and, I, and it wasn't just me, you know, and that's not usually the way it, it goes. Usually everybody's lovely and they, 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 they do the work and they clock in and clock out and that's it. But this one particular individual was, you know, infamous around Northern Ireland, Ireland film scene for just being really, really difficult, you know. Like that, in my head, I'd be like, that wouldn't be like that here at all. That probably stands out here because everyone is so dead on to each other. And it's such, such a small industry. But know? is that the same in other places? You go, Do you find that, by and large, actors and other people you work with are, like, really nice to, like, staff and that kind of thing? I, th- I think I think so. I think there's a... And not, not in a way to be inauthentic or anything like that, but, you know, if you... It's such a small industry that if you give people a reason not to hire you, they'll take it. You yeah, know? yeah. You could, do, you could do 99 good things in a row. If you give anyone a reason to hire the next guy over you, and that goes from all the, the crew and the this and the that, and I think they're all acutely aware of it, you know? Yeah, yeah. So there's this ethos of professionalism and not fakeness. It's just like... You step out of lane and you'll and you'll suffer for it. People won't hire you. You know. This guy's a fucking monster. I, I know. I guess. He's drinking a drug taking that has yeah. been really <laughs> Do you know what I love? We had Tim McGarry on and Tim and Dave got into like a funny back and forth where yeah. uh, Tim was like, sure, Dave's always drunken on drugs. And I love that you started it now as well. And I love yeah. that it's gonna catch up. I have on. a cracking story about Tim McGarry. Please give us a- We were on we were doing uh Poppers. Poppers. <laughs> <laughs> So we were on the bus, the catering bus. Was this for dry rice? Uh, for uh, for dry rice, exactly. And we were, and this older gentleman, his name is Sydney. I can't remember his second name, but he was like an angel. He was like a saint. He was an eighty-year-old plus something man. He came in. He'd been acting for years from from Northern Ireland. Sydney. Oh, anyway, and he comes in and he starts giving us advice. Not only acting advice, but life advice and asks us what we're up to and encourages us and like goes, you know, keep it up and I'm so proud of you and blah, blah. Like, an, like, a, like an angel mm-hmm. walked on the bus. Mm-hmm. And as he turned around and walked off the bus, just before he took his last step on the bus, Tim McGarry just looks around at me and goes, scumbag. <laughs> what? Watch your back. <laughs> it, was a, it was the funniest thing and it was just the timing of it he waited until yeah. he got just far enough away and he went Tim's hilarious I'm so late, just come <laughs> Tim Tim mentioned Dave's drug taking so much do you remember some guy messaged me mm-hmm. and was like just to give you a heads up your mate Dave's taking and it was some prescription drug yeah he's the like problem. In real yeah. De- yeah real <laughs> dependency yeah, yeah. And I, you, I, where are you and Tim at now Oh well, listen. No, legally, I can't say. Right. Yeah, I can't say at the minute. But I, I apparently made some allegations against him that, uh, you know, you heard of Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> I said that Mayor made up him went on holiday, coincidentally, to that island. I remember pictures that he had sent me, funnily enough, <laughs> of an island. Tim and Uncle Andy in the pina coladas. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry and all in the background. Like, uh, will you, will you please? tell Dave the story about the stuntman when we first met you told me a story about the stuntman I think it might have been auditioning for who was auditioning for the Pacific and I had to text you after you told me that and said can I please tell this on stage so when it was actually it was actually it's a story that I heard it was for Saving Private Ryan um, which a local film 
a camera operator here called Angus Mitchell worked on. Uh, he was a camera assistant on Save and Pray It Ran all them years ago. But um, but they were doing auditions and in Save and Pray It Ran, they wanted things to be really authentic. So when you get shot, if you watch real live footage of like Second World War footage or whatever, when people get shot, it's not pretty, it's not dramatic. They don't go and fall over. And, the body stops and hits the ground like a sack of potatoes, which is really hard to replicate physically. You have to let your whole body, if you're running full speed and you're whacked and you just, everything slumps down, it's almost like your bum sits on top of your feet, you know, it's just this weird, it's a frightening thing to look at. So Tom Hanks, Steven Spielberg, all the, the head honchos were in and they auditioned the stuntman. And they would say, you run from that side of the room to that side of the room, they were a very long room, and they said, and when we go, when we bang, you whacked, and we, we told you how to fall, how to that, and we'll save you, and if you do that, then you're on the beach at Normandy, and you're one of them soldiers that gets whacked, and you'll be there for months, you get paid good money for months just to run and get whacked and fall. Stuntman after stuntman. Some people get it, some people fall over, they don't get the job, some people fall instantly like a sack of potatoes, and they get the job, they're hired. So it's a, it's a tricky thing to do. Tom Hanks going like that, whack, stuntman, whack, fall, whack, fall. A stuntman who is infamous in the industry, he starts and he runs from one side of the room and he's bolting, I mean bolting. And Tom Hanks, Steven Spielberg's like, whack, and he's bolting, bolting and going, whack, whack, God damn it, whack. And he's like, and he gets to the other side of the room and he goes, yes, missed, yes, missed. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get hired. <laughs> I love that. In my head, he's from here. Yeah. I, he probably is from here. Now. He probably did. He yeah. probably did. Yeah. He probably did. Um, have you ever done a podcast before? Never. I was just thinking about that on the way here. Never. And, you know, I was talking about comedy in, in Blue Light. Like, have you done, like, I, I I would love to I'd love to see you doing like out and out better out and out comedy. You mean come out during a comedy sketch? Yes. <laughs> it's me, you and Dave and Tim. Yeah. It's a popper's deal gone wrong yeah. and you yeah. I confront well, Tim you. you wouldn't touch you, I just like yeah. it'd be grand. Well if you come out with me, I do yeah. it like Yeah, we'll go together. Do you know what I mean? But like yeah, I mean I've seen you do like obviously like drama, but I think I'd love I I think your comic timing is so good. It's so good. I'm gonna write uh, over lunch here. Right. I'm gonna write us a comedy for me, you, and Dave to be in, but Dave to get caught from. Lovely. <laughs> so you well, pick. Dave, you can rustle something up in ten minutes. Oh yeah. no, he's got the oh, axe. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. So the context for this is it was for Dungeons and Dragons, and uh, I have to wield an axe. Now the problem I have with some of the like sci-fi type stuff and things like this, Marty is. I get, and Dave always calls me yeah. this, I do like, and I, <laughs> I do this, I do this. <laughs> because I think it's like, it's like you say it, like. But that's sci-fi acting though. Yeah. That, that is sci-fi acting. That is, acting. I can't like just be like no. a guy from here. No. I have to get a bit more like, no. well, you know, like a bit more like epic. Yeah. Right? And Why am I here? Yeah. Why well, somebody from Krypton's not that's all my Krypton auditions. Yes. And get a coffee, yes. you know what I mean? So, oh, fuck. I've cut this down. It was about three and a half minutes, so I've cut, right. cut there, it down to three. Is there lines in it? Is there? Is there lines in it? Yeah. Ah, uh, I thought it was just an axe. Okay, the. Uh, it was six hours long, and they cut it down to three minutes. Oh. Oh no. 
Oh no. Oh look at the face. Oh no. Don't worry about volume, we'll just do that. No, no, you, you need to sort that, guys. Here we go. Oh, that's not part of this. Oh no. <laughs> guys, I found one. <laughs> oh no. That's oh, it. No. What? <laughs> Felt yeah. okay? One more? <laughs> 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 so I'm supposed yeah. to find some sort of guys, like medieval star. Dan, do I do a big drop with an axe? That's it. Oh no. Is it Australian? <laughs> what part of Oz <laughs> is he from? <laughs> I love that at the end of all these, you go. Look at the smirk. <laughs> Look at the smirk. I look like Jim Carrey. It's not even paused. <laughs> I love. I mean, I, I, I just, <laughs> I'm just thinking, one for the money. <laughs> <laughs> I love that at the end of those, I go. I felt good. Oh, mm -hmm. I felt good. Well, that's yeah, what's good. Confidence, like you know. What so, I mean? what's mental is there's another audition. Even if somewhere. nobody else thought it was good. You, you see did. something in no, oh you don't. You did. I but you do too. I, well, I've watched it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I've seen yeah. with an axe where I did like you know like plunge a sword. Mm. Do you have it? No, oh. I don't think so. I, but these um, guys have seen me do some weird stuff in here. I, I and it's just off camera stuff. Yeah, I um, was doing something yesterday. I met somebody who was uh, like, I met this person for the first time properly, but I'd seen him or before well, like a French pen pal from school yeah well yeah a Rubert. Um, no, but I'd met her for the first time but you know when you know, you, you've seen someone doing something and you're like you think you know them but you, you haven't I was like oh we've met and then I was like oh no I haven't I've seen you in a video that you've been in and I was like oh I saw that music video you did with Shane and she was like oh I don't want to talk about that and I went alright I'll pass that on so <laughs> that was a music video huh? yeah yeah um, we all have to cut our teeth, don't yeah. we? I just, I just did it because I was like, yeah, I haven't done music videos and things. Like I'll be, music? I'll be in it. I like music. Yeah. I'll be in it. And I thought it was okay. And then mm. Dave found it. <laughs> but it's, it's mugged me. In your bedroom. He didn't like it. He found yeah. it in your bedroom on a DVD. And do you know what? There was a moment where I couldn't have done it because say it was like a 12 o'clock start. I was parked at the address of the house we were filming and it was about 20 past 12 and no one was answering or anything. Mm. And I did that thing where I was like, I should just go home. Mm. But I stayed it out. And I think that was God saying to me, yeah. just go home. Yeah, I'm keeping this door closed. <laughs> yeah. Go home. And not a day goes by where I don't regret doing that music video. <laughs> now, and do you know what the good thing is now? Guys, get it up. People go looking for it. <laughs> and what's the title of this music video? If you I, I, ac I like actually that. don't know. I swear or I would say. We'll, we'll put it in this anyway. I know, I know it's going to be seen. It's a good song. Yeah, we, I mean, you could bleep it out, you know, but I know exactly what it's called and where to find it. Do it. And What's it for? I, I don't want to say in case I'm mug, you know. The no, 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 Dave, Dave, yeah. no, stand over what well, you've you done. You can edit okay. this out. No. And yeah. I, no. no. Yeah. No, same. Well, you know, I wouldn't do it to my new friend. Yeah, no. In case they don't want it up. But I'll text Dan, he can put it up and we can watch it. Okay. So I didn't know I had to mime the whole song and I had not heard the song when I showed up. Just wow. texting Dan here real quick. Oh, he knows it. <laughs> so the lip, the lip syncs off. Yeah. A wee bit. I had the lip sync, oh, and it was it was bad. And I couldn't, I can't really act, but I had the <laughs> constant lip syncing and then try to act. But it was there's like, one bit where you're supposed to be like the boyfriend or love interest, but you're like a wee auntie, and you're at the door like. <laughs> I know, but I, that's just what they told me to yeah. do. It's very funny. Yeah, but it's, tonight, a, it's a nice different song. twist, different yeah. twist on but, what yeah. was probably supposed to be done. Yeah. Huh. Mm -hmm. If she's not happy with it, are we going to watch it or? 
nah, nah. We'll watch nah, it off. Don't watch it. We'll watch it. We'll watch it. We'll watch it another time. What's the next thing you're filming? She did say she was very proud of the song. It's a good song, but she genuinely went to me. He fucked this for me. She went. He's fucked it for me. I said I never want to hear his name again. Now, all right. Who the Hardy Corey kid? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the next thing you're filming? Uh, Blue Lights starting on start of August, uh, series two. Now, Is what, nudity in it? <laughs> what the <laughs> the creepiest thing I've ever heard in my life? The way you said that, yeah, I've heard. Don't stop go- rubbing your knee. <laughs> I've heard it's going down like a Game of Thrones route, and there's going to be more. Speaking of roots, <laughs> maybe yeah. Be <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the wrong kind of heart I was going for, and that that's why I got cut. Yeah. Oh. Now, will that be more difficult because people have already seen the first series and you'll be out filming and people are going to know that's what it is? It'll probably be more difficult because Richard Dormer's not... Mm. Well, He's had a boo-boo. Well, so everybody keeps saying, you know... Raising I mean, pack. he's phenomenal in the first season. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's probably... It's going to be harder. But I think because now that the writers know who's who and what's what and uh, mm-hmm. I think they'll have more interesting maybe storylines or, or and certainly more maybe developed characters because really at the start when they're writing the first season they don't know who's playing who right and yep. then the people come in and they play them and then in the second season they go oh this is the way that person gets on and this is Cause what the person did well this is what the person didn't do well you mentioned there's room for your character you your character hints at like a backstory you know his wife yeah. and things like that so can't divulge anything mm. yeah uh, <laughs> awkward but i think there's definitely some chemistry going on there it's going to be a bit of love interest for stevie maybe. yeah i was really you know when you just like you get wrapped up and i just like what well, i'm like give her a week kiss me kiss her yeah, yeah. It really annoyed, and then you get interrupted in the last scene. And I'm the creep, and you're going, kiss her. Oh, they did a good job with that. No, every, they just sort of, for want of a better term, beat around the bush. What's your, what would last question? And it's like a stock question. I think, but what's your like dream role? What's one thing you'd love to do? Playing a successful comedian from the Hollywood area. You too like to be me. Who, <laughs> who, who ultimately falls from grace and gets strung out on the drugs, but finds his way back yes. and becomes more successful than he's ever thought he was going to be. In the so all I need to do is contact him, get some gear, <laughs> exactly. and then I think he's going to take exactly. off. And I'm going to go back to that artist and say, you know what? Let's do another music video. How about that? Let's avenge. Let's avenge this first one. Let me hit this gag, and then we're ma- let me take some spice, and then we're making a new video. Done, done. New video. Fun, it? Here's the video. I try spice. I'm gonna put a GoPro on the front of my head, yeah. facing back at me like that trains guy. Exactly. Yeah. And then you rip your own. Never show you yes. yourself administering it. Yeah. Just. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, uh, there's not really. I'm not. No, I mean, it's. You know some. You know, most uh, some actors would go, oh, you know, like strung out and like a really hard done by, or like a. We're you playing know, someone. Playing someone. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say that really weird, or was <laughs> that just the way I picked it up? <laughs> just give me an answer. Like Frank Mitchell. <laughs> Frank Mitchell. The cool. biopic. I met him for the first time or a couple of weeks ago. Lovely fellow. In what context? You two meeting? Uh, in UTV's uh, radio. Oh yeah. Building. Yes. Which is in a weird place. It is in the docks. I don't know. I kind of have a city centre. Why are you having to do? I know. By Pandy for parking and stuff like that. Well, they are. Probably not. No? Don't think so. You, you I remember distinctly thinking it's really awkward. Are you around here? <laughs> <laughs> and what was, how did you and Frank get on? 
like a house on fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like a like a hot summer's day. Yeah. Um, was no, there any news about? There was no nudity. No nudity, but there's always a sequel, you know. Frank will always have a top on, but rarely bottoms. Rarely bottoms, yeah. you know. But this day was wearing bottoms, but he right. wasn't wearing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Marty, cheers for coming in, doing doing your first podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm, uh, I'm a big, big fan. I think you're... I Likewise. Think you're, I wouldn't come in if I wasn't a fan. Big fan of your work. Um, Dave, cheers for being here, mate. Cheers. Cheers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Banger Show Banger Show Dave Do, Deliver it like a hard D- Dave Fishbowl City 2 D- Promo your Banger Show But let's say a real hard guy happening. Like, It's happening There's Fucking show going on The 19th of August No You got really soft In Banger it's, In Banger See the ones See the ones <laughs> that, <laughs> see, The real hard ones They don't, they don't do st- He doesn't want a sassy bitch Real hard man Dave 19th of August Saturday Wall Garden Banger, fucking better be there. Which is more frightening. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Cause yeah. Than the typical heart, you know what I mean? Right. If that so he's got the roll. If that come up to you in an entryway. So he's got the roll. Yeah, of course he's got the roll. Have fun. Yeah. All right. Fucking tickets. Not many available, but there's a couple, and hopefully it won't be after I do this. You can sign his contract for him. And then I and then I I fit, uh, here's what we do with the video. We get a graphic, and I do this with a big sword, and I go down your ticket link. Oh, that's great. I thought you were going to say his hole. <laughs> 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 On that note, we're out. <laughs>